0: These aren't just idle words, Uh, they're, they're the truth that you have God's grace, and you have God's peace, and you have his love and his mercy, you have that in Jesus Christ. We're going to look at the New Testament lesson for this morning, and I'd like to just lift up this verse from Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, where Paul says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me." And let's pray. Heavenly Father, may these words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you who are our strength and our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, once upon a time, uh, there was a rabbit, and this rabbit was very slow, which is normal for rabbits. And there was also, uh, I'm sorry, rabbits are fast, aren't they? (laughs) Just, yeah, there you go, Dave, just read it. That's right. All right, we're going to do a start over. But you know where I'm going, I think. This turtle, was very slow, which is normal for turtles, but there was also a rabbit who was very fast, and that's normal for rabbits. Well, this rabbit had a lot of pride, pretty arrogant about his speed, and so he began to boast, and he began to prod, and he began to tease and, and cajole the turtle, also known as the tortoise, into a race. And the turtle, the tortoise, accepted. Well, now I want to break from that well-known Aesop's fable for just a minute to ask you a couple of questions which may, at first, not seem to be related. When someone comes up to you and asks you, how are you? What's your typical response? "Eh, I'm fine yep that's that's the typical response well let me let would you like a, a couple of different ways to respond to that that are just i think better than to say well yeah that's good I'm fine here's one it comes uh, he is now in heaven retired pastor uh, a good friend of of mine uh gosh he was in my my dad and mom's wedding as as one of their groomsmen um, Bill Schultz is his name and and if you went up to Bill and asked him, Bill, how are you? He would look at you and he would say, if it got any better, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> That's a pretty good way, isn't it, of, of responding to that question. But then, uh, there's this one's even better. This one, uh, I uh, ran into a, a friend that I hadn't seen for years. And of course, the first thing you do is ask, well, how are you? And this brother in Christ, this this, uh, friend, uh, dear friend, he looked at me and he said, I'm almost marvelous. (laughs) Now he could tell from the look on my face he was going to have to explain that one. And he did. And here's what it means to him. When he said, I'm almost marvelous, here's what he's saying. He said, you know, I'm growing older and each day I'm just a little bit closer to the end of my life and each day I'm just a little bit closer to going to heaven through Jesus. And when I get there, when I get to heaven, I'm going to be marvelous. But I'm not there yet. And so I'm almost marvelous. And he went on to share about how, how in, in doing that and saying that, how many times it doesn't give him the opportunity to talk to somebody about Jesus. Now, here's a disclaimer it doesn't always work. On, on the way to church today, I stopped at the dollar store to get the lifesavers. And of course, the clerk uh, and I exchanged the, well, how are you? And at first I just said, well, oh, I'm, I'm fine. And she said the same. And I got, thought about it and I said, you know, no, really, you know, I said, I'm almost marvelous and she just looked at me and said, "Well, that's good." <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm almost marvelous. Might that fit you? Yeah. Huh? Might that fit you? Yeah. Is that how you would like to be able to talk to somebody and say to somebody and ask, "How are you?" to say, "I'm almost marvelous?" for a moment let's drop the almost because someday one day you are going to be marvelous aren't you that is the outcome of faith in Jesus isn't it the outcome of faith in Jesus is when we die he brings us to heaven that's that's why he came that's why he lived that's why he died that's why he rose again also that we could have victory over death and entrance into eternal life also that someday one day You and I will be marvelous, won't we? Here's how Paul the Apostle said it. He's certainly one who believed this. Listen to the way the Holy Spirit gave him of saying that he was almost marvelous. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. We're almost marvelous, aren't we? All- almost, but we're not there yet. Well, let's go back to the race between the hare and the tortoise. You know how it goes, right? The rabbit jumps off to a quick lead, and then he gets to be distracted. The tortoise, meanwhile, keeps his focus on the finish line, on the end, and in the words of Aesop plodded along in his usual unhurried pace. Let's again break from this story to ask ourselves an honest question or two. Are we anything like the rabbit? Is there something that has distracted you from running the race of faith? Have less important things in life become more important things in life than what matters most? Because, folks, what matters most is living forever in heaven with Jesus. That's what matters most. How much of a priority is that in your life? I mean, how much time and how much energy each day is devoted to running the race of faith? If someone were to ask you, what's your goal in life? Would your response be, my goal is to make it to heaven? Or would your response be, Something else. One more question. Lest I simply be guilty of assuming this. Where is your life headed? The Bible tells us it's one of two directions, right? Either our life is headed to heaven. Or our life is headed to hell. As it turns out, those are the only two possible answers to that question. Jesus makes that very clear when he talks about judgment day and says there will be some who go away into eternal punishment and then there'll be some who go away into everlasting life. Do you know what the dividing line is between those two? the dividing line between those two is Jesus Christ and his cross. Either you believe in Jesus that he died for you and so you have forgiveness and eternal life in him, or you believe that somehow, some way, you are going to make it to heaven based on something that you have done. Quite honestly, you know what, if if the latter is the case for you, I can't even wish you good luck. And if you believe the former, that you will go to heaven because of what Jesus Christ did for you, you're almost marvelous, aren't you? I'll just take a quick nap here in this soft grass, and then in the cool of the day, I will finish the race. And with that, the rabbit laid down and closed his eyes. He never did finish the race. We all know who won don't we? And the moral of the story? The moral of the story is not supplied by Asa. If it was, then this would only be a fable. Rather, the application for this story is supplied by God, because it's the truth. As he says to us through Paul, but one thing I do, Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's why God took hold of you in baptism. Isn't it? So that we could have eternal life. This morning, he's going to take hold of Machen in baptism so that she can have eternal life. That's why he continues to come to you through the Lord's Supper, to give you faith and to keep you in faith and to bring you to the end of faith, which is eternal life in heaven. The turtle pressed on. Finishing the race, that was his priority. Are you pressing on? Is finishing the race your priority? Someday, one day, because of what Jesus Christ has done for you and me, we are going to be something marvelous, aren't we? Not almost, but totally. That's yours. In Jesus. We haven't experienced it yet, have we? And yet it is still yours. The Bible says, whoever believes has everlasting life. Press on toward that day. Or as Paul says... Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Don't live down to the world's way. Rather, live up to God's way. Because after all, that's where your life is headed, isn't it? Your life is headed up. So how are you doing? Maybe your honest answer to that question this morning is, not so good, because maybe in your life somebody that you loved has been taken away, gone home to be with the Lord. Maybe it's because you're burdened with a guilt of a sin that, that you have committed, but I encourage you to take hold of the promise your loved one whom you mourn, that loved one who died in Jesus is marvelous now. They are enjoying eternal life. And for the sin, the the guilt, God has forgiven that sin in Jesus Christ. All of them He has forgiven through His Son. How are you doing? Well, Maybe you might say not so good because you realize that your priorities are all mixed up and topsy-turvy and that you need to change your priorities and changing priorities is not an easy thing to do. But the Lord stands ready to help you and me with the changing of our lives and our priorities. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Which is why this gathering and your being here is so important because we can feed off of one another's faith. That's why it says in Hebrews, let's not neglect the gathering together. But let's get together all the more to encourage one another, especially as we see the day of the Lord coming near. How are you doing? You know, I think if we could just ask the turtle that as he crossed the finish line, do you suppose that his answer might have been, if it gets any better, I can't stand it? Or better yet, that he would have said, I won the race. And it is absolutely marvelous. Someday, one day, as a believer in Jesus Christ, that will be you, won't it? Crossing the finish line. Going from almost marvelous to marvelous. Marvelous. And until that day, when someone comes up to you and says, Hey, how are you doing? Give them a big smile, look right back at them and say, I'm almost marvelous. And then maybe, maybe, not always, but maybe, it'll open the door for you to tell somebody about Jesus. And how they can have the same hope of being marvelous. And may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and keep your minds in Christ Jesus as you run the race unto life everlasting. Amen.